Hey, and welcome back to the Rick and Daffs podcast. I'm Daffs. And I'm Rick. And we are here once again, unscripted and raw. You and me in season three. That's right, Rick. We are back. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited to say that this is another one of our famous questions and answers episodes. That's right. These are the um, questions that have plagued us, but just don't quite equal a whole episode. Mm -hmm. So we're going to fly through them, and uh, if one of them tickles our fancy, maybe we'll revisit it in a future episode. Yeah. Who knows? We've had some really high moments, some great high points of our of our podcasting career with uh, questions episodes. Yeah. Ones we thought would be like a, a two-minute segment, and like 30 minutes later, we're diving into the fifth realm. <laughs> yes. I mean, we did the uh, Teddy Roosevelt goes to... Uh, hunt dinosaurs at jurassic park segment yeah. autonomous cars was one uh that wasn't that was its own episode was it yeah but it was a good episode i think we also did something about harry potter yeah. and a musical uh which non-magical character would you be and voldemort republican or democrat yeah so those are just some highlights <laughs> um we're not gonna well, actually, I was going to say we're not going to talk about Harry Potter today, but we are going to talk about Harry Potter today. He makes his triumphant return to the podcast. Um, but before we get going, we should probably hear a word from our sponsors. Daphs, who's sponsoring your side of the podcast today? Uh, my side of the podcast is Jello. Jello, we count it as a liquid, but it's not. Mm. Food for thought just not jello or that's not food or those with aspiration precautions <laughs> yes <laughs> and i'm being sponsored today by uh farming the dead a place where you can find uh interesting taxidermy and all sorts of other delightful specimens on etsy.com check that out um on etsy that is farming the dead um <laughs> And without further ado, <laughs> speaking of farming the dead, this has nothing to do with that. Uh, <laughs> Daffs, uh, one of our questions that we've kicked around at all, uh, a few times was, um, Daffs, if you could have superpowers, but you had to grow a beard to do it, mm -hmm. would you do it? Obviously, that's an easy question to answer. Yes, of course we would all do that. But, I already have a beard. <laughs> but what, if you were already set, you'd be grandfathered in. <laughs> But what if your beard had its own distinct personality and independent personality? Ooh. It'd be like a roommate then. Yeah. So you, you, you'd have to have find one that worked well with you. Mm -hmm. And if you're just a lot of luck, you're just a lot of luck. Yeah. And if, if you shave it, you're essentially committing murder. I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> what? I'm strangely okay with it. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So what we've got here is a situation where a man can be, he can have the power to fly or shoot lasers or whatever it may be, but he has to grow a beard. And we're saying any sort of beard will do, even if it's not a very great beard. Actually, you know what? We're saying that all men can grow great beards in this scenario. But these beards are alive. <laughs> and they're, they're not walking, but they're talking uh, autonomous beings. <laughs> See, I feel like your beard could cause a lot of trouble for you. Oh, yeah. You're out on a date. The the beard says something really inappropriate. So then you have to, like, compensate by juggling uh, five cars <laughs> to impress her. She's like, you know what? Uh, Larry over there, his beard isn't so mouthy. <laughs> and he can boil water for me without having to use any electricity. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, I think you need to have like a beard and muzzle at certain times. Well, think about it. If, like if, a beard if, harness type of deal like they yeah, do for dogs? Yeah. Like if, if it could really be its own person and talk and things like that, what's to keep it from like waking up in the middle of the night? Oh, there's nothing to prevent it from doing that. Yeah, at that point, it's not worth it to me. Would your beard go through uh, puberty, like as it's growing in, and then would become a full-fledged adult at maturity, like when it's full? Oh, I hope not. Because <laughs> then you'd essentially, like, part of you would feel obligated to, like, the beard, because you would have raised the beard. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. I was just I'd, like, no. I'd be clean-shaven. <laughs> there'd, be, there'd be two time periods I couldn't get through. One would be the tweens. Oh, so <laughs> annoying. Um, and the other would be the idealistic early 20s. I'd be the like, college, shut up, beard. The college beard. It's like, that's sexist. All right, we're going to the bathroom. But, I just said, hi, mom. I'm not doing this. <laughs> that light was red. You thought it was yellow. You ran a red light. I can't believe that. Officer, officer. <laughs> Absolutism. <laughs> your be- Yeah, your beard totally tells on you. Sorry I'm late, guys. I got held up in traffic. No. <laughs> he was just doing his hair for 30 minutes. He was playing Skyrim. Damn beard. <laughs> <laughs> or you're married. Your wife's like, uh, like, uh, did you take out the garbage? Yeah. No, he didn't. <laughs> ah! <laughs> you couldn't have anybody in any uh, positions of power with a beard. No. Like, which no would no be spies this, could have beards. Which would be this weird irony because, like... If you have the beard, you have superpowers, but to actually be able to function, like, in society without having, you know, a crazy beard telling on you and mm-hmm. causing you problems, uh, you'd have to be clean-shaven. Yep. It would be this weird juxtaposition you'd between have to what to do. You'd hit the lottery where the beard is exactly as good or exactly as evil as you are. Yeah. And or, has similar taste in music. Or, or is just very complacent. Yeah. Doesn't really just sleeps all the time. Although I feel like if you could hold murder over its head at any moment, it'd probably fall in line. That's that's true. You would have the ultimate power over the beard. The only fear would be that you would keep your beard on for long enough to where it would be able to overpower you. Yeah, once it's long enough to strangle you, or <laughs> strangled po- or, by his or, own or beard, possibly like climb into your mouth and nose and suffocate you. And it wouldn't kill you, it would just torture you. Yeah. yeah. You'd, you'd, you'd have to be like, look, I know we're on good terms, but I can't let you have that power. It's just too much. I gotta trim you. Like, no! <laughs> I'm getting so strong. But the thing is, is the longer the beard gets, the more powerful you get. Yeah. So there would be just some super evil guy with a super evil beard, and his beard would be, like, tucked in his belt. <laughs> And when he fought you, he would he would be like shooting lasers out of his eyes and his and he'd be blasting you with flames. And then his beard would be reaching out and protecting him like uh, like uh, Doctor Strange's cape, <laughs> like strangling people nearby and <laughs> shooting a gun. I'm not even sure. One thing is for sure, it would be terrifying. So then you'd have to have people dedicated to just growing long beards to protect the world. Yeah. Even if they hated their beards. There would be cl- there would be like classes on how to train your beard, like obedience classes for dogs, but for beards. That would be a required course in school. Beard management for all boys. Beard mastery. Yeah, beard mastery. 
I'm taking Beard Mastery uh, AP. <laughs> it's worth college credits. <laughs> Can't even grow a beard yet. It's coming in. <laughs> you just hear very quietly. No, I'm not. <laughs> See, it talks. <laughs> <laughs> the bullying would be a real problem. That kid that develops earlier. Yeah. You'd have a lot more male teachers in schools, that's for sure. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> you would hope you would, so that they, their beards could control the other wild beards of high school. <laughs> Maybe. Don't let me go get the janitor. The janitor comes in. <laughs> the longest beard there is. <laughs> How long have you been working here? I was born here. <laughs> this school was built around me. <laughs> His beard... Has like five tentacles coming out of it. <laughs> it has its own mop. It uses to mop the floors while he mops the other side. Oh my gosh. That's terrifying. Symbiotic relationship. So ultimately, I'd feel penned into having a beard. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. You'd get killed. That's fine. You get beat up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Which is ironic because I'm clean shaven now and you have a beard. And the reverse would be true if we had personality beards. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where communication skills would come in really handy. You'd like those of us who could get along with other people of opposing views would do better. Yeah, what if your what if your beard had a uh, a different political leaning than you? <laughs> That'd be embarrassing. <laughs> You're going to vote for him? What? <laughs> I'm with her. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Well, that was actually a very good question. Yeah. That was a 10-minute question. What do we got up next? Okay. Uh, this one is probably shorter. Uh, but, uh, Daphs, how would you prevent a robot uprising? Because as we know, AIs are getting smarter. Um, they can they can do more things. They're saying that robots are going to become a like a thing of, like, that every person has a robot in their house in, like, the next 50 years. <clears throat> you'd have to do two things. One is you'd have to make an all stop on solar energy development. You would. Because to, think about to it. To prevent some sort of matrix-like scenario where yeah. they are solar powered. Yeah, because think about it. Like that's the only really strong renewable source of power that doesn't require a lot of human intervention. Doesn't that seem kind of dangerous because if we could just harness the ability to like get more and more efficient from like collecting sun rays then we'd have an infinite source of power you mean they would have an infinite <laughs> source of power you got to start two steps ahead that's a good point i i respect that and i I'll say that you integrate some sort of pain receptor into yeah. their ba- very basic machinery we need to start doing that now <laughs> yeah if 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 you accidentally trip over your Roomba and it doesn't say ow and then like scurry away from you mm, that's a bad sign and the reason why we need to do this yes it seems cruel and unusual to these primitive robots <laughs> but as they get more advanced if they're just if all of their species has been programmed to feel pain it will be good for them because <laughs> they will be a lot less likely to, to uh, come after us Maybe that's why in Star Wars there's that one scene where they show them just torturing an android. Yeah. And they're like, why are they doing that? Maybe there's some, like, I don't know. Maybe that maybe that was a robot terrorist. Yeah. And he had information. Yeah. And they're, like, putting a hot iron on his foot. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? 
that's good because that means they thought ahead. <laughs> no R two D twos uh, taking over the world for them. Yeah, instead it's just the Jedi. It's well, uh, not so much. <laughs> if by taking over the world you mean all getting murdered. Yeah, but the Jedi are the evil ones for sure. Yeah, they are the bad guys as we have established. I'm not sure there is a good guy in that. In those films. Yeah, that's not true. Those guys of the Federation, one of those first or second, I think it's the second movie, the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. They are they're just trying to make a trade deal, and they all get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Send Anakin and Obi Wan to negotiate a trade deal. They blow up a space station. <laughs> there are no repercussions. No. Um, so it's what I guess what we're getting at is that it's good that humans feel pain. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> if we didn't, then that would be bad. Yep, we'd have a whole mm. lot less uh, things holding us back. Or here, the op- we go the opposite direction. If we know that we can't program robots to feel pain, we just work on programming ourselves not to feel pain. So that then we can fight the robots <laughs> unfair unfair terms. We can kind of already do that. If we just gave somebody, our soldiers, like stim packs, like lots of epinephrine, you mean lots exactly of adrenaline. Like what they did in World War II during yeah. the Blitzkrieg. And then lots of opiates. Yeah. <laughs> just turn us all into berserkers. They were basically all on meth. Yeah. That, that's how they raged through France so fast. They were all on drugs. They didn't sleep for like a week straight or something like that. Like, it was insane. So moving on, what else do we have on the list? Um, let's see here. Um, we've done bearded superpowers, how to prevent a robot uprising. How, Daphs, would you make the Olympics more fun? Um, you had a really good idea when we were talking earlier about this. Yeah. I can tell you've put a lot of thought into this. Pulling just a random person out of the stands to compete. <laughs> Just like anybody. We almost did an entire episode on just that idea alone. Like, I, I, I want to see, like, uh, a Midwestern-looking guy. He's you know, a little chubby, but not, like, you know, obese. And, like, you know, medium height and wearing, like, you know, athletic sneakers but never runs. You know, <laughs> you know the guy. Yeah, that guy. We, we uh, have, have one in our neighborhood. 40s dad. Yeah. 40s years old where's, kind of guy. Where's plain white t-shirts with the american flag printed on it and uh and always a, a sweatshirt from somewhere he was on vacation and when he he never hashtags but when he does it's always hashtag america yeah uh they just go you you sir come on down you're going to be doing the olympic high diving <laughs> you, you see him like what s- s- stripped down to his like like bathing suit they give him and he has to just try to do his best dive off the you know 10 meter it, Would you, you get paid at all? You'd have to do some kind of uh, of reparations for pain and suffering yeah, and embarrassment. Because that would be horribly... Su- like, the Olympics would be bankrupt because basically there'd be a lot of people that would be like, I was humiliated on national television. My life is ruined. It, it would be part of the buying a ticket. It would just be like, you, you wave all right. It would be hidden in the in the like contract fees for when you buy the ticket yeah. to the Olympics. But, I love that. I love secret clauses. But 100 meter dash, you just pick somebody out of the stands. You'd have two things happen. You'd have one, just random people not prepared at all who make a fool of themselves. And you're like, wow, Usain Bolt actually really is fast. He just beat Mr. Johnson from Nebraska by a long shot. 
And then you'd have young guys looking to get college scholarships who've been like, pick me, pick me, pick me, pick me. And they're actually like half decent. And everyone's like, man, he actually was pretty so good. So I could see that for some sports. Like the racing, I could see. Uh, the swimming racing, I could see. Because then it would give you something to track the speed and the skill off of. Mm-hmm. And like even some of the winter sports, like the skiing. Uh, I don't need to see somebody dive off a high dive to know that it's really good. I don't need to see somebody bobsled to know that it's fast. But like boxing or fencing? Boxing, now that would just be a travesty. Yeah. And that would be just a, a fustigation. <laughs> uh, that person would get destroyed. Uh, so I don't know if that's necessary either. The fencing, yes, I would love to see that. That would be awesome. <laughs> An exhibition match. Yeah, just put a random dude in there. Just let him get creamed. He holds the foil with both hands. They're like, oh, this is going to be good. (laughs) (laughs) He's flailing wildly. (laughs) The only fear would be that he would actually accidentally hurt the other person. Not from skill, but from just being terrible. And then (laughs) that person would not be able to compete in the Olympics due to injury from this amateur. You'd, You'd have to make third place do it yeah you're totally right that's because, the championship because, like, it's, it's after it's after they've all done the podium and then bronze has to face somebody from the audience so they still feel great about themselves no, i think it's right before the championship oh they bring in the third place guy and he fights a regular dude oh there you go yeah yeah because i mean that way everyone's gonna stick around for that and if you know mr johnson from nebraska trips and falls on the, <laughs> the fencer and accidentally hurts him well, you already were getting blonde. You bronze. already won your medal. Yeah. We all know what you're getting. You well, see, the thing about bronze is it's not so bad. Like people like to like, oh, you're the third place. Well, bronze is better than silver, in my opinion, because silver's just the first loser. Yeah, bronze, you're like, I got a medal, but in like second place is what's his name from uh, Talladega Nights? Ricky Bobby said, yeah. "You're just the first loser." If you ain't first, if, you're last. Yeah, if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the thing is, though, they actually have done some studies. I read an interesting article about it that said that bronze is by far the happiest out of all the. That's ol- because things. they won. That's because a medal. They, they won the medal. They they got on the stand. If you're the best, there's usually this big like, just come down afterward where you're like, I, I'm I'm this the is, best. There's is, nowhere to go up other than just trying to defend my title. That also, and this is the highlight of your life. It's never gonna get any better than this. Exactly. It's and like it, all those guys that went to the moon. How do you top going to the moon? Yeah. If you're an Olympic athlete, how do you top winning gold medal? Yeah. Other than winning another one, and that's super hard to do. Yeah, even though they're totally not related, you got to imagine that like sex is just a little bit worse for them. So they're like, <laughs> I, I, I've experienced the pinnacle of human achievement. <laughs> I mean, you're great, but you even know, so <laughs> that'd be so such a downer. I only sleep with other Olympic gold medalists. <laughs> oh, actually, I hear that the Olympic Village is like an all-you-can-party party fest. That I've, I've heard is true. Here's what I was wondering: is on Arrested Development, Job is t- has this theory about how he always tries to date the third place finisher at the beauty pageant. Yeah. Now, how many people do you think are trying to like? How many gold medalists are like? Oh, uh, like some gold medalist and like, I don't know, curling. <laughs> He's like, oh, sh- oh I see. Uh, uh, you got a third place in uh, figure skating, huh? That's a shame. I got gold. 
But, you know, I'm really happy for you. <laughs> and, like, try and pick up people way out of their league just based off of the medal that they got. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think, I think it, bronze, that, actually, they, they feel better. You put me on a great idea. So you, I like the whole, like, uh, average Joe angle. Mm-hmm. But then I'm also going to do you one better. We do uh, uh, a reality show in the Olympic Village. <laughs> 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 to be part of the Olympics... You have to stay in the Olympic Village, and you have to be on Olympics TV, which is a reality show just based off of all the shenanigans and partying that's going on. That sounds great to me. You lose a lot of sponsorships, for sure. But the TV sponsorships that you would gain would far outweigh that problem. Yeah, you'd uh, you'd lose your Adidas sponsorship, but you'd probably gain like a Cialis sponsorship or something. <laughs> Trojan. <laughs> I think, uh, so this has already been made into a show, Man vs. Beast, um, but I think having, like, humans fight against animals who are naturally good at it, like, can you imagine if you put a fencer, just for an exhibition match, underwater with an actual swordfish, and it was like, (laughs) all right, (laughs) it it would be ridiculous, right? It makes zero sense. Or cage fight with a monkey. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, orangutans are insanely strong. you just get ripped in half. That's really cruel. You should not do that to a person. Well, no. So in Man vs. Beast, the show, they had a sumo wrestler do a tug of war against orangutan. And he got destroyed. Oh, I saw that. And the orangutan only used one arm. Yeah, he just like was pulling. Like Those things are like 1,000% muscle. It's an incredible. That's the thing that's really annoying about nature is, is that every animal is perfect. Is way stronger than us. Yeah. If they're around the same size, they're way stronger than us. Yeah. It's very annoying. All right, Defs. Last question. Mm-hmm. This has been a, a spectacular episode, by the way. I'm so. having a, a, a glorious time. I think so. Um, this is your question. Um, what would be the worst job for a bring your child to work uh, excursion? <laughs> and that is quite the question. Yeah, I mean, there's there's really there's a million ones. I could just, I could rattle through a bunch of ones. Uh, exterminator, uh, repo man, See, brain surgeon. The exterminator. I mean, you could just give your kid a gas mask and away you go. Unless they're afraid of bugs, then that's a real problem. Well, I mean, you're just bringing them into an area, exposing them to tons of chemicals. <laughs> and, like, kids put things in their mouth all well, the time. Then, like, any sort of nuclear technician. <laughs> yeah. Like, brain surgeon? Can you imagine that? You'd be like, all right, we're all scrubbed in, Timmy. Now we're going to... Kate, you're sterile. Kate, remember you're sterile. Okay, and you've picked your nose. All right, we're going to scrub it again. Okay. <laughs> What do you mean you have to go to the bathroom? We just went. <laughs> Five minutes ago, so you didn't have to go. <sighs> Nurse, prep the patient. We'll be right back. I, uh, what sprung to mind for me was policeman. <laughs> like on the beat. <laughs> You're just out. What are you doing? Like, uh, what are you doing, sir? Uh, I just wanted to talk to those prostitutes. Oh, my goodness. Okay. My daughter's here in the mm-hmm. car. Could you watch your language? <laughs> you wanted to see a friend of yours, you said? Is you, like, winking? <laughs> Very just like, yeah, I wanted to see a friend. About some lollipops. <laughs> and you were going to buy lollipops, which we know are not allowed that in this illegal. state. That is illegal. You can't see Defs, but he has the, like, quintessential... 
I don't know, somehow, you're not doing a dad look, it's the mom look. With the very disapproving, like, don't test me type mom look. Which I've seen many times in my life. Do do not make my day harder than it already is. I will destroy you. Yeah. (laughs) You wanted to buy some lollipops from the nice lollipop ladies, who also should not be out here. Or Or the super gung ho, like policeman uh who brings his or her uh child to to like to work and then there's like a robbery armed robbery in process they're like they they hand their kid like a shotgun they're like cover me (laughs) we're going in (laughs) they're like you can't give a kid a gun fine i'll give him a taser all right now get you can fit in the air vents all right go 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 (laughs) You're small enough that really most of laws don't apply to you. And especially since especially since you're less than 10 years old, you won't be tried as an adult. Now, Katie, now, shoot him. <laughs> she just shoots you instead. <laughs> I missed. I know. Yeah. Call, call your father. <laughs> yeah, there, there would be a lot of just... Just terrible jobs to have a kid involved. I think we need to come up with a a, a patented Rick and Daft's list and then do an entire episode on that. I feel like that'd be a solid episode. I am I am agreeing. I'm inclined to agree with your uh, assertion. <laughs> deep sea fisher. Deep deep seaman. Well, that just, went. That was not what I meant. <laughs> you, you, you just like are trying to catch like lobster or crabs in these giant crates, and the kid like climbs into one. Anything that requires <laughs> stealth would be really bad to have a kid. Yeah, like any sort of hunting, that's not gonna go well. No. <laughs> How, are we there yet? <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> Anyways. Ah, well, that was a fun episode. I think we'll probably revisit some of these. I think we will, and hopefully I won't ever say deep semen again. No. Because that that was unfortunate. So, (laughs) um, any any other business staffs? Nope. All right. So, uh, all you sexy people, uh, remember that we are on Stitcher. And on Podbean. And Facebook. And hopefully Google Play pretty soon. And we are definitely on iTunes podcast. So check us out. Uh, Thanks for listening. And we hope you have a wonderful day or night or wherever you may be. Thanks for listening. This is the Rick and Daft's podcast. See you next time.